I was right in the middle of doing a reading about Amanda when she called, so it turned into a very simple two-card pull. The purpose of the reading was to give me guidance on how best to support Amanda. She's going through a really difficult situation. I have Amanda's permission to share her story, so I'm going to do that in this episode. She needs all of the support she can get right now. There are powerful, evil forces attacking her, but I know that we can stop them. This is a complicated story, so I'm going to break it up into a few different episodes, and since it is an ongoing situation, there will probably be even more episodes in the future. But it starts this past weekend. Today is Tuesday, August 1st. 2023. Over the weekend, I was on TikTok and I follow a lot of people who have dealt with corruption from child protective services. And these are people all over the United States. It seems to be a common trend. So I was mentioning in the comments on a video that if the person couldn't find help from a nonprofit agency, that we should start our own nonprofit agency. Someone else in the comment section chimed in and said that she knew someone who needed help and I offered to help in any way that I could. So she gave her my phone number and Amanda is the person that I'm talking about. That's how I got in contact with Amanda. Amanda is from Oklahoma. She has four children ages six, four, three, and two. And the last time she saw her children was in 2022. It's been almost a full year and she has had no visitation with them. Amanda is a member of the Choctaw tribe, which is its own nation. So I have reached out to a few people at the Choctaw nation to try to find support for Amanda. But in this episode, I just want to share what happened during my reading. And in a future episode, I'm going to speak more about the Choctaw Nation, about a law regarding Native American children called ICWA, and how that relates to Amanda and her case. It's pretty interesting because I've been in touch with Amanda's appointed attorney, as well as her caseworker, and I want to share the text messages that we shared back and forth. It's very concerning. In the process of all of this, I have tried my best to give Amanda hope because as she was telling me her story, she just seemed so incredibly hopeless and sad. So basically, she knew there was less than a month until the scheduled court hearing for them to terminate her parental rights, and she told me that she couldn't live without her children. You know exactly what she meant. And I tried my best to explain to her that I was in a similar situation to hers. My parental rights were never terminated, but my children were kept away from me, and that is definitely the hardest thing I've ever gone through. But now that my children are older, we are back in contact, and we do fun stuff together, and I shared that with her to give her hope. And I tried to tell her that I would do everything to advocate for her, and I wanted her to feel strong, you know? But she was still feeling pretty sad, and I said, you know, don't worry, on Monday I'm gonna start making phone calls, so that was yesterday. And, you know, initially 
initially she was still like, I don't know, nobody's going to get back to us. Whenever I try to reach out to the caseworker or attorney, they don't return my calls and they say they're not going to go back and forth with me. And I could understand what she was saying. They just brush her off. And so I fully expected for these people to brush me off as well. And that's not exactly how it went. But when I decided to do this reading, I was having a moment of self-doubt and I was needing some guidance on how best to support her. And so much is happening. So this is a very interesting story. But in this episode, I am just going to talk about this very short reading that I did. I decided to pull a few cards from my Earthcraft Oracle. And like I said, I was feeling a lot of self-doubt and I was just thinking a lot on Amanda and her situation. And the first card I pulled was number eight, Drought. The Drought card in a reading may indicate feelings of hopelessness, desperation, and victimhood. Hardship after hardship can cloud judgment and trick you into believing support is not available to you or that you are on the wrong path. You feel like the rain will never fall again and the parched earth beneath your feet will turn to dust. The more you see through this lens, the deeper the feelings of hopelessness may seep until you are so immersed in despair that it seems all is lost. There's more, but I'm going to cut in to say this card seemed so appropriate. It seemed to be describing Amanda's emotion so clearly. It goes on to say, know that support is closer than it seems. Even in the harshness of the desert, you can find water buried beneath dry riverbeds and stored inside of a cactus. You may have to dig a little deeper or search in unexpected places, but don't give up hope and don't be afraid to ask for help, especially from Mother Earth. There is still time to turn your situation around. In this oracle deck, they give rituals that you can do that relate to the card that was pulled. The suggested ritual here is a water spirit ritual. All you need is a pot of water, white rose petals, and one tablespoon of sea salt. This water spirit brew clears and resets the auric body, allowing divinity to come through and unblocking the messages from the earth, the sky, our ancestors, and other guides. Repeat this ritual for three consecutive days to ensure these communications are heard. Bring a pot of water to a boil. Add the sea salt and simmer until the salt has dissolved. The salt holds the energy of the water. Allow the water to cool before adding the white rose petals, which symbolize the essence of spirit. Sit or stand naked in the bath. Scoop up the brew with a cup and pour it over your head mindfully and slowly. Envision the water spirit covering you in blue light as the brew drips down your body. Keep pouring until it's all gone. Then shower with cold water for no more than one minute, then warm water to finish the ritual. If this card speaks to you and you want to perform a water spirit ritual, you can follow the instructions exactly or you can alter it to your specific needs. It's really interesting that this card spoke to unblocking messages from ancestors because there's so much to Amanda's story that I want to share but one part is that she lost her entire family in a car accident. Her mom, her dad, and her brother were all killed when a driver crossed the lanes and came into oncoming traffic. She was only 15 when that happened. Amanda is Christian. I am assuming that based on her Facebook book 
profile pictures. It speaks to God and obviously we have differing views when it comes to spirituality. We have not talked about religion or spirituality. If you reach out to her to support her, I just want you to be mindful and respectful of her spiritual beliefs. But during this time, I have thought a lot about her family and how different her situation might be if her family was here to support her. At one point during our conversation, I mentioned that I am in Massachusetts and like I said, she's in Oklahoma and she's like, man, I wish you were here so you could go with me and gosh, I wish I was there too because I can tell that she really does need some support and advocacy in person. Doing this reading, I was thinking about her parents and what they might want for her and how things have lined up in such a way that leaves me kind of with the chills a little because the date that the court chose to terminate Amanda's parental rights is actually my birthday. It just seems so strange. I wish I could have a conversation with Amanda from a spiritual standpoint and let her know that she has support not only here on earth as in me and whoever else I can rally behind her but the ancestors are supporting her too. I feel that so strongly. So when I pulled the drought card I'm like yeah this definitely explains Amanda's feelings and and I wondered what I could do to better support her. That was the whole purpose of the reading. And the next card I pulled was Ivy, number 14. Ivy is a beautiful, adaptive plant that doesn't require much nourishment for it to flourish. She reaches out her vines, easily making new friends with nearby plants and structures, trusting them to hold her as she stretches and expands. In that way, Ivy symbolizes love, loyalty, and establishing new connections. Pulling the Ivy card is highly favorable for seeking new relationships. The universe is smiling on new love, friendships, and business partnerships. You may even find a soulmate connection when this card comes to a reading. Additionally, this card is a signal to deepen existing relationships and to put more energy into your social self-care. Spend time with those you care about. Call a lost friend. Be present to those who equally support you and watch as your relationships reach a new level of commitment. Trust that you will be held by those around you and you will be rewarded with limitless growth. Amplify this card's trusting, loving energy by placing it in front of your mouth and and speaking this invocation three times, my presence flows within stillness. A sense of compassion overtakes my spirit. I am ready to open my heart and reach for nourishment wherever it may live. So this card told me that I need to be the support and strength that Amanda needs right now. It speaks to the fact that she was reaching out for help. She didn't know where to look. She told someone close to her who told me, and I'm here to help her. One thing that Amanda said would be helpful to her right now is if she had a cell phone that allowed her to get on different apps more easily. That seems like something that's easy enough that I can help her with, but I'm sure there will be other things in the future, so I do see a need for fun raising. I'm going to explain so much more in future episodes, but thank you very, very, very much for taking the time to listen to this episode of Path of a Green Witch podcast.